All right, good evening. This is Haunts and Creeps, your new favorite podcast about haunts and creeps. <laughs> I'm Rosemary. And I'm Asia. And we have an exciting episode that I put together this week. I'm a little jealous you covered this topic. Yeah. It was I saw dope. it. I wanted to do it. I should have done it last week, but it's all yours. <laughs> then I swooped in there and I stole it. Yes, you did. <laughs> But with, I guess, real claim to it. Yeah, well, you know, it was legal. <sighs> I suppose so. So before we get into it, <clears throat> first of all, what? we've got a ton of followers. Jesus, I know. We've got like a classroom full. Yeah. Like a healthy 29 people. <laughs> yeah. I went to bed last night at 20. And even that, I was like, well, we're just getting followers out of nowhere. Yeah, so nine within today then. Mm-hmm. Dope. So for all of you new people out there, welcome. Welcome to our little show. Welcome to our little slice of the earth or whatever. What is that saying? Slice of heaven, piece of the pie. Yeah, our little corner in, of the world. You mean your closet. Our closet. Welcome <laughs> to my closet, new listeners. <laughs> welcome to our creepiness and our awkwardness and attempting to have fun despite the world going to shit. Yes, the world's always going to shit, and we like to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and dig into the historical shit that happened as well. Yeah, we're, we're starting to go more history, but <clears throat> if you're new here, <laughs> my name's Rose, this is Asia, we're mm-hmm. cousins, and we've been covering hauntings um, across the nation. We, we're starting in the A's, we did Alabama, now we're on to Alaska, yep. and we got big dreams and bright futures ahead of us. So stick around. We also, big news, got mug a mug delivered to me uh-huh. because my boyfriend's Patreon. He's our only Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> He's our only Patreon. He's living in the barracks, so he sent his Patreon, what do you call that? Merch? Yeah. To my place, and now I'm currently drinking coffee out of a Haunts and Creeps mug, and I'm living the best life. Yeah. All right. So, first things first, Asia, what's your disturbing thing of the week? Well, until I walked into your bedroom, I didn't have one. <laughs> Whoa, okay, we need some context. <laughs> you can't just say that about my bedroom. <laughs> well, her bedroom was pretty clean. It was when I looked at her window. I couldn't stop laughing for a good, what, five minutes? You were laughing a lot. I was laughing so hard, my cheeks hurt, my stomach was starting to build abs. that's a lot (laughs) yes so for those of you again who are new rose is a night nurse so she is not awake with the rest of us humans at the same time yeah i'm what you could call a vampire yes i only wake at night you're a night crawler i'm a night crawler (laughs) (laughs) so she's got to have the sun blocked out because the sun is rising on the east, and the window in her room is on the east side. So. See, I didn't even know that. I just was blocking it out to block it out. No, your your window faces the way the sun rises. Well, that's good to know. That's why it gets so damn hot in there. Mm-hmm. God. So she decided to hang up some blackout blinds, <laughs> but she doesn't have a curtain rod. <laughs> She's got the two little plastic hangers that the curtains come rolled up on holding up two of the holes and the drawstring for the blinds underneath them holding up the other side and then there's like 
box I call it boxing tape. What is it actually called? Like the yeah, like boxing tape. The yeah. clear Big stuff. Clear shit. She has it taped to both sides of her wall. <laughs> I don't know why this disturbed me so much, but I was laughing so fucking hard I couldn't help it. But it didn't disturb you, it baffled you. Because this is <laughs> Rosemary getting disturbed by things, Asia being baffled every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And I'm surprised because it's been like that since I moved in, basically. But I, my room is, like, just for sleeping, and I always have the light off. So Asia hasn't seen no, I the curtains. Actually, I knew she got some. I was like, okay, cool, good for you. I didn't think about it at all, it's and I haven't like, seen them. Yeah. The way, to get to this closet, it's not like you have to walk across the whole room. It is literally you enter the bedroom door, and you turn left, and you're the closet. You don't even, yeah. you don't even have to look at the bedroom. It's like, I could probably have a dead body in there. You yeah. wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. And neither would the police. They would be like, hmm. It smells a little funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. My disturbing thing. Yes, mm-hmm. I have a very disturbing thing that I think will disturb you this time. Ooh. Because if it doesn't, there's something wrong with you, Asia, and I'm worried. There's a lot of things wrong with me, and we know that. This would be very, very wrong. Okay. <laughs> this would be unapproachable. Okay. okay. So you and I hung out last week. This week. I don't know what day it is. I'm, well, I we hung nights. out last week because it was the anniversary. Yes. So, yes. sorry for the delay in the episode. I had the anniversary of my dad's death last week, so just took a week to recover, and Rose and I hung out and just had some fun. Yeah, we hung out, and you guys were cooking. We're cooking. You had some friends over. There was that cop guy. Oh, Aubrey. Yeah. Yes, and he was. T- he used to be... What did he say he was? He used to do child abuse cases or something like he was a detective Mm -hmm. and i mentioned how california was trying to pass some law to make pedophilia Mm -hmm. not like legal but i guess recognized as an actual sexual orientation yeah just like every other sexual orientation because people see that as a sexual identity because they're not attracted to adults they're attracted to children yeah anyways yeah, so I thought that was, like, fake. I thought that was fake mm-hmm. news. I talked, this guy, Aubrey, Audrey, Aubrey, this big-ass cop guy, he's, he's like, no, that's totally legit. California's, le- like, actually trying to do that. And that's disturbing to me. That is disturbing. I'll, I'll give you that. Boom! I disturbed Asia. <laughs> Our levels of disturbance are very different. I know, For me, like, yeah, I know. It's the I'm just, world. I'm just what do you expect? proud of myself. <laughs> But yeah, that was my thing. All right. All right. So let's get into the fun stuff then. We're in Alaska. Yes. And... What year is it? Um, it's 1898. Oh, we're, we're time traveling to the 1890s. Yeah. So we're in Alaska. We're in Skagway, which is a coastal town. Mm-hmm. And I'm covering the Red Onion Saloon. Do they make a lot of red onion soup? They might. I didn't look at the menu. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so the Red Onion Saloon, it's a pretty dope place. It's got like a spattering of hauntings, but really it's the meats and the history. Ooh, another so, history. I love the history stuff. I, I do so too. Much, yeah. Like, hey, look, there's ghosties too. Yeah. And then you <laughs> kind of know about them ghosties. All right. So this saloon, it opened in 1898 as, and it was a, it was a saloon slash brothel. Okay, so the average thing at the time. Yeah. Saloon and brothel were pretty hand-in-hand as the same thing. Yeah, like, they make sense. You get them drunk, and then they want to have sex 
So yeah. you have the brothel. Yeah. Perfect. And girls need to make money. Exactly. Fuck, why not? Yeah, and so, like, in this time, it was the Klondike Gold Rush, which sounds yep. fucking dope as shit. And in the Klondike... What did you do for a Klondike bar? Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure what I would do. I They're not that good. that's how they got their slogan. I don't, I don't think gold Klondike bars... bars... <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're right! Oh, shit, like a, like a Klondike Gold Bar. Oh, yeah. damn. There's layers and layers here. <laughs> History. <laughs> History is so fun. Um, okay, so it's the Klondike Gold Rush up in Alaska. Okay. So you imagine all these burly men going up into the mountains, the wilderness of Alaska, which is intense if you've never been there. Okay, I'm picturing a lot of bearded, fluffy, scruffy men in flannels. I would say, yeah, flannels, more like leather. Okay. You know, like 1890s stuff. Anyways, they're going up into the hills. They're gold panning and pan handling. <laughs> Translated that as gold panties. They're gold <laughs> panties. They're panning for gold panties with their pans <laughs> handling. <laughs> but okay. they're they're mining, they're digging around in the dirt for some gold. Right. Right? Um, and they stay up there for months at an end. They don't come back down into town and go up every day. They're out living on their own, pretty much by themselves it's an adventure is what you're telling me it is sort of an adventure it sounds like it would suck um yeah so for months on end they're up in the mountains and like after three or four months they come down into little towns like skagway Mm -hmm. to you know re-up all their supplies take a bath which they haven't done get some booze so get some sex Get some sex. Exactly. Nice segue. (laughs) So. Booze, sex, supplies, they're all the same. Yeah. So in these little towns like Skagway at this time, brothels were super common because these men would come down and pay for sex and they're abandoning their wives and shit or like they're dying out in the wilderness or whatever. Mm -hmm. So their wives need to make money or their ex-wives, whatever. Mm -hmm. Their widowers, widows, Jesus, fuck. Their widows need to make money. (laughs) So brothels are like the thing. Okay, so this one, the Red Onion in Skagway, um, it's kind of hilarious. So it's got the saloon downstairs. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You hurt me. It's gone. (laughs) Sorry, you said it was hilarious. I haven't gotten to the funny part. It's going to be hilarious if you give me a chance here. Sorry, I'm just having a good time. I need wine. Yeah, you need to drink all your wine so I can refill And my coffee. Um, okay. Oh, Jesus. There's a saloon downstairs. Say it's hilarious. Brothel is upstairs. (laughs) Um, and what happened with this building is, so it's in its original spot, except for before that spot, its actual original spot was like one block down the way. And... (laughs) It doesn't really say why, but they decided to move the building up a block and, like, the to the left. The whole building. They, like, yeah. dragged this building a block Legitimately. Away. I'm not oh even God. joking. They rolled it on some logs. They uprooted the foundation, put it on some fucking logs, and rolled it up the street. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> and then it gets better. They plop it down in the spot, and they realize it's backwards. <laughs> so- I told you it'd be hilarious. This is hilarious, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did they fix it or did they just leave it backwards? So this is how they fixed it. They cut the building in half 
they took the back half and they brought it to the front <laughs> and they re-nailed it together. <laughs> and you can still see, like, the cut where, like, the thing is smashed together again. Oh, God, tears. <laughs> like, they could have oh probably just built another building for less money. Yes, I'm just thinking construction at these times. Did you just not want to build a new one, erect a new building? Yeah. Versus, no, we're going to completely pull this one from this one spot, like, maybe a hundred yards up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like a block. Yeah, we're just going to pull it over here and shit. It's not facing the right way. Guess we got to cut it in half. And rotate it that way and put it back together. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So what a fucking logic is that? Yeah, it's not logical at all. Oh, that's great. So anyways, that's that's the building we're talking about. Um, so in its time, since being a brothel, and it was only a brothel for about two years. Oh, that's pretty short considering how long gold rushes usually are. Yeah, and basically it said, you know, they, they started working as a brothel in 1898, then all these, like, um, show halls and, like, theaters started opening up and taking all the business. Mm -hmm. So, since then, they were, that building has also been used as an army barracks, a bakery, a laundromat, a union hall, a gift shop, a television station, and now it's back to being, like, a saloon slash museum. Building of many hats? Yes. <laughs> many hats. <laughs> like people with like 20 different jobs and just put on your hat. This building has had like what, eight? Yeah. And I watched a video of one of the tours. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's been worn in. It looks like it's been rolled across like <laughs> the block on some logs, cut in half, re-put together, and served many purposes over what, it like a hundred some retire. years? Yeah. It's done. <laughs> So anyways, let's get into, like, more of this history. So we talked about the gold rush. We talked about how women and men in the gold rush, you know, brothels and whatever. Okay, so I just want you to, and listeners, everybody close your eyes. I want you to imagine this. Imagining. You're a burly Alaskan man, hairy-chested, big biceps, Stinky breath. <laughs> that face you just made. <laughs> You've just come down from the Alaskan wilderness where it's cold as fuck and it's brutal. You haven't, you haven't taken a bath in months. You haven't had a bed, a warm bed in months. A hot oh, meal. Mm -hmm. You might have had something like a skinny ass little gamey squirrel cooked over a fire. But like an actual prepared meal nowhere in sight so you've had some luck you've got some nuggets in your pockets and you're coming down the mountain into skagway you need to replenish your supplies get laid maybe have a bath so you're walking down the avenue and you see the red onion inn thing saloon <laughs> <laughs> and you know this place you've heard about it so you walk in and you sit down you order yourself a whiskey and is it on the rocks? Yes. Yes. Because you are a burly ass man. Okay. So you sit down. You have your whiskey. And as you're taking a drink, you notice there's ten dolls sitting on the shelf behind the bartender. Awesome. And 
you see that eight of them are sitting upwards, two of them are laying down. And you ask the bartender, you're like, what's up with them dolls, buddy boy? And the bartender just kind of looks at you and goes, and he scoffs. Because obviously you don't know, but you should. This was a small bit that I started to read. I know exactly oh. what the, the dolls are. <laughs> I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. So, you go back to your drink, and you notice in the in the mirror that's across from you behind the bar, that behind you, across the room, is some stairs. And you see a man coming down the stairs. And he looks quite satisfied with himself. Mm-hmm. And... As he's walking down the stairs, you hear the pipes above you jingling and jangling. And you follow mm-hmm. the jingle jangle across the top of you. And then it goes down into the wall behind the bartender and into the floor. And you notice the bartender is watching this too. And as the jingle jangle disappears into the floor, the bartender picks up one of the dolls and puts it back sitting upright. <laughs> and then you understand. So you're like, you go to the bartender and you're like, I want that doll on the end. And the bartender grabs the doll and gives it to you just so you can look it over. It's got blonde hair, blue button eyes, white clothy skin. That's <laughs> how so you like, right? Plump boobs. Yeah, no, no boobs. <laughs> and maybe doll a blue dress. No boobs. Yeah, I don't think they bothered. I saw the, I saw the pictures. They're pretty plain. Okay. The idea was that, okay, so anyways, you get this doll, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I like. You give it back to the bartender, and he says, $5 for five, for 15 minutes. Ooh. So you go upstairs, and you get some sex from a woman who looks exactly like the doll you picked out. It's like Coraline, just with sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Coraline. <laughs> she has a doll that looks exactly like her. She's just like a kid. Yeah, but... It's not like Coraline. <laughs> so no. this was their process. They had 10 rooms upstairs in the brothel, 10 mm-hmm. dolls. The dolls all had features that would sort of match the girl you're going to get. The hair, the eyes, and I think the dress that they were wearing. Okay. You'd pay. They'd put the doll down. That meant the girl was being serviced or was servicing somebody. Mm-hmm. And if she's upright, that means she's ready to she's go. available. You'd go upstairs, you'd pay $5 for 15 minutes, and anything could happen up there. Did somebody die? Well, I was going to ask if they did, like, different size dolls. Like, if you got the shorter, stockier lady or the tall, skinny lady. No. No body types. It was just hair color, eye color. This is what they're wearing. Pretty much. Yeah. They're all about the same except for that. Um... So this is kind of how the place does business. The girls get 25% of the $5. The bouncer gets 25% of the $5, which is about $1.25. And the madam makes 50% of each. Oh, nice. So she's getting two fifty dollars for each leg. Yeah. The madam's like making bank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, during its two-year span... I think there were numerous madams, but the most well-known one was Lil, Lil Diamond Davenport. Diamond Lil Davenport. And she's a very interesting character. Dee Dee. No. <laughs> Lil, Lil Diamond. Lil Diamond. That's how she went. Diamond? 
Davenport. Davenport. Yeah, so Lil Diamond Davenport, she was like a showgirl type from like not Alaska. But she came up to Alaska and they called her Lil Diamond because she was wearing this dress just covered in diamonds and she had a diamond in between her front two teeth. And so she became the madam at this place and she was the only madam that you could actually pay to lay. But her price, <laughs> to be able to have sex with Lil Diamond Davenport, you had to pay $1,000. Holy shit. At yeah. that time? Yeah. It's a fuck ton. Um, I'm going to Google that translation of cost. Yeah, you had to pay $1,000. You had to supply medical records. Um, and you had to supply a bank statement and a letter of recommendation. A letter of recommendation. Yeah, someone to had fuck. to recommend you to Lil Diamond for you to get her in the bed. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so the converted amount of $1,000 to current day pay is a little over 28 grand. Fucking hell. What's $5? Give me two seconds. So we'll go more into Lil Diamond later, but she was actually like a pretty big star basically around the nation anyways. Like she wasn't just famous for this, um, but we'll get into her later. So while you're looking that up, I'll continue on. Do, 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 do. It's about $142 and change today. Fuck. I know. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Except you're only getting 25% as the actual girl. So, 25% of those said 50. No, the madam gets 50. Madam gets 50. The girl only gets 25. 25. The bouncer gets the other 25. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, basically, that's that's kind of the history of the Red Onion. Like I said, it kind of... It stopped being a brothel because, you know, all those, like, theaters moved in and dance halls and whatnot and kind of mm -hmm. pushed them out. Um, so, I'm going to get into the hauntings a little bit because it has quite a few... Uh, they have guess one of them's a lovely lady. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. There's there's three main characters in the hauntings. Okay. Um. So the Red Onion Saloon. They're still active. They've got their museum and their little saloon. They do the mm -hmm. you know the food. Uh. They have a whole website dedicated to hauntings where people post pictures and shit and stories of what they've seen. And there's actually a lot of creepy like fucking pictures up there. Okay. So. Of the pictures that I looked at, one of them has, one of them that's really disturbing to me. It's just a picture of, like, one of the rooms, and there's a mirror off to the side that you wouldn't even really look at, except the picture's called The Man in the Mirror. And there's just, in the mirror, there's just this man's face, and it's really small. And it's just like this dude that's hanging out for no reason. Kind of weird. Um, there's one of an orb that's like, sit, that's just like floating between two women while they're at dinner. And then there's a couple of them that show like this smoky figure, just like in different places. Okay. Um, so the main ghosts that haunt this place, the most popular one is called Lydia. Now, is she a lovely lady? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I tried to look back into, like, death records and shit. There's not really any Lydia's um, that I could find. Is this the picture? Um, yeah. 
having trouble zooming I think out. it is, but it's not the full picture. Okay, so it's like the picture of the mirror itself? To the right. Off to the right, you usually can see its face in there. Okay, sorry, continue. So anyways, Lydia. Um, Lydia's supposed to be one of the prostitutes that used to work in the brothel. Even though I couldn't find any record of her, not that, like, that that's that surprising. There totally could have been a Lydia that just never was recorded. Oh, shit, I see him! <laughs> Sorry, guys, I've been looking up this photo, and I finally could zoom in. It's like he's standing in a closet or something. Yeah, it's, like, out of nowhere. It's kind of weird. It's creepy. Oh, it's creepy as shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so Lydia... Her things that she does, she causes disembodied footsteps upstairs on the second floor. Um, she leaves like a strong scent of perfume in the rooms that she's been in, as well as like a cold spot. So you'll be walking in this room, checking out the museum maybe, and suddenly get cold and smell like this really strong perfume. And that's how you know Lydia's been there. Hmm. Um, At least she doesn't smell bad. Yeah, yeah, true. She's also been seen a few times as a full apparition, and she's nor when she does this, she's normally seen walking down the stairs in a long, dark dress. Her other weird little quirk is that she's kind of aggressive towards men. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, and one site I read says that it's likely because of her death. She's got this strong, aggressive presence towards men, and they think that her... That the way she died was that she contracted a venereal disease, mm. and because of that, she committed suicide in one of the crib rooms upstairs. And that's what they're called. The ten rooms okay. up there, they're called crib rooms. Okay. So that's Lydia. Uh, the other ghost is Diamond Lil. And the funny thing about Diamond Lil is that only men ever experience her hauntings. <laughs> she doesn't haunt any women. And she's not like even creepy about it she's like she likes the men she'll do she'll like whisper in their ears like Sweet caress nothings. their legs and shit <laughs> yeah um sorry guys i need more wine yeah if you can hear that I'm obnoxious pouring <laughs> yeah so diamond lil she just she's just chilling it says that she's just watching over her brothel mm -hmm. and then the last one this one's not really I don't know if she's really connected to the Red Onion, but there was a lot of history on her, so I picked her out anyways. She died in 1898, which is when the Red Onion opened. Mm -hmm. um, this is Ella Wilson. She was an African-American prostitute who was murdered by a guy named Soapy Smith. Damn, Soapy's not so clean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, he's, like, actually a pretty well-known outlaw. Like, he was kind mm. of a con man that just would hop around different states, con people, and get the fuck out. Yeah. So while he was up in Alaska, he apparently murdered this woman. And she was only, like, 20 or something, or 19. Shit, she's younger than us. Yeah. Then again, being a woman at that time, could be 16. Mm-hmm. You could be 16 at that time. It was possible. Well, as you were considered a woman then, too. <laughs> you weren't just a teenage baby still going through high school. You were expected mother... Yeah. house. It was a hard Be time. Be a wife. 16. Yeah. 14 even. Anyway, yeah. continue. Anyway. <laughs> um, so she died. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so she was murdered by Sophie Smith in her own house. And it's not, like, super clear. They're not totally sure he did it. They're just pretty sure. 
but she was found in her house. Um, she was gagged with a pillowcase. It was tied around her neck with the ends stuffed in her mouth. And then she was suffocated with a pillow. So she was strangled and suffocated. Yeah. It's hard to tell if it was like both suffocated her or the killer set up sort of like a scene afterwards. Cause some killers do that. That's true. Like I've been listening about, uh, the Boston strangler. He would set yeah, up his murders, but like the gags around their necks usually weren't how they died. What I'm wondering is if, cause you say she was a prostitute, maybe she was selling her wares and he was using a pillow case to kind of make it more fun on his end and ended up putting too much pressure and made her pass out. And oh, you're talking about like asphyxiation, mm -hmm. erotic yeah. asphyxiation. Yeah. Whether or not she was into it at that time, it wouldn't have mattered if he wanted it, he was going to get it. Right. But, Cause that's just how it is. Yeah. So what I'm wondering is if maybe it was an accident. Well, the and... other thing, which kind of makes me think, no, is that her trunk was raided and she had like $2,000 in her trunk. It's a lot. So that was all stolen. So it could be... So 50 grand-ish. Yeah. It could be sex encounter gone wrong. Or someone knew she had all this money, killed her, and took it. It's super not clear. They don't even know if it was Soapy. <laughs> okay. They're just blaming it on Soapy because... Because he was kind of a, a douchebag that was hanging around at the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, Soapy actually died... Five weeks later, in a shootout between him and this guy named Frank Reed. And this kind of, this is going to be kind of a callback to our Skeeto's Hole. Remember oh. how Skeeto had a whole band of, like, yeah. uh, vigilantes, basically? Mm -hmm. So, Skagway had a similar little group of people. Um, basically, Soapy Smith came in. He was fucking shit up. He was being a douche. So, they made a little group of vigilantes called the committee of 101 then what happened if they got a hundred and second person i don't know i don't think it was yeah. even 101 people i don't even know but apparently soapy responded to the formation of their committee by forming his own shitty committee oh shit i did not mean to say that <laughs> the shitty good. committee I like that if we ever form a committee can we please call it the shitty committee? the shitty committee yes <laughs> He formed his own shitty committee and called it the Committee of 303 as, like, oh. kind of a fuck you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, Frank Reed was one of the dudes in this committee of 101, and they got in some sort of shootout, and Soapy was killed. And him and Ella Wilson, their graves are only, like, five feet apart from each other in Skagway. I mean, if he killed her, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, there's like a picture of her grave. It's a headstone that's leaning against a tree. It's like not in the ground. It's just laying there. Like they didn't yeah. want to bother to dig a hole for it. Yeah. It's like they didn't put the headstone in the ground. They just sort of like leaned it against a tree. Meh. It's there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what I have. Uh, as far as Lil Diamond Davenport, because mm -hmm. she's kind of interesting. Lil Dee Lil, sure. I'm not sure she'd like that. <laughs> Diamond and Davenport, D, D. Yeah, I know. Lil it, it makes sense. But Lil Diamond Davenport's how she always came up. She apparently um, 
<laughs> so she was the madam for a while, but then she fell in love with some dude and he basically stole all her money and fucked off. And she ended up dying in Seattle. She was working as, I think, like a housekeeper in some hotel or something like that. And there's a story of like this, um, oh my God, journalist recognizing her and being like, hey, how'd you end up as a fucking housekeeper scrubbing the floors? And she's like on her knees and shit while he's talking to her. Mm -hmm. She's like, I might be on my knees, but at least this time it's in a job that is well respected. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and then another little fun fact about this Skagway red light district lore. Mm -hmm. There was like these two African-American women, Rose and somebody else. They... They were fucking shit up at that time. They, like, I think they started their own little business, and they got into some legal issues, da-da-da-da-da. Wish I wrote it down. Yeah, there are two African-American people in 1890 trying to do something on their own, and they're both women. How how do you expect it to go? It didn't go well, yeah. Women can't do anything, yeah. let alone if you're not white, apparently. Yeah. I should deserve it. I should have written it down, but basically the courts, they ruled against them, and they had to fuck off. But it, the point I'm trying to make... <laughs> is that during the gold rush times in Alaska, Klondike Gold Rush, there's a bunch of dope-ass women running around. Mm -hmm. They're like... Women ran the shit. For real. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of names that I wish we could go more in depth into. Um, but if you're interested, look it up, man. Because there's like websites covering just the gold rush. And oh, women in the gold rush. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to getting into Seattle. Because when I went up to stay... I didn't have enough money to... No, I did one of their haunted tours. But there was another haunted tour I wanted to go on, and I didn't have a chance to do it. But Seattle, due to the gold rush being up that direction too, they experienced that same, exact same environment. Got men coming up here to work. They need supplies, booze, and sex. So Seattle is completely built upon by the red light district. It would not have grown or become what it was or is today without it. Yeah. And literally the women ran that fucking town. Yeah. There's some cool, cool shit, some fun stories and crazy ass hauntings. Have you been to Seattle? Yes. Have you been underground? No. Okay, <laughs> underground so Seattle. So fun fact, I know we're in Alaska, but for those of you who have never been to Seattle, Seattle is actually built upon old Seattle. What? The Seattle we have today is built upon on the old original Seattle. What it happened is to it? On top of it, like it sunk into the ocean or what? It's Seattle has had a history, like nearly. Nearly everything went away. Part of it was, this is like two years ago, I'm trying to remember all the history I learned in one weekend, but the, the city had been, with the gold rush, all that had been happening, they were building faster than they could really keep up with. I can't remember if it was a flood or a fire that destroyed like half the town, but then there was also the problem of... I know they rebuilt it. I think it was two fires. Anyways? Um, 
they ended up having to rebuild it, and they didn't build it with drainage for sewage. Oh, good. <laughs> so they just kept stuffing everything with straw. Again, the whole town went up in fucking flames. <laughs> so, man, like, two different times, all of Seattle has burned down completely. But there were certain areas that were still surviving. And what is there today is actually the second story of where the ground used to be. So like there is kind of like what I remember from Seattle is that right by like where the fish market is, mm-hmm. it's just uphill. Uh-huh. Is that just like one big hill that they just built on top of like a mound of burnt bullshit? That hill was part of the history, too, on why they had so many fucking issues. Someone eventually realized that, hey, we can dig trenches that go downhill and push our shit away from us. <laughs> there was, Those tours were really good, and they took you into some of the areas that were still accessible underground that weren't 100% dangerous yet. Like, you didn't have to worry about shit falling on your head. Nice. When you were there, did you see the glass in the sidewalks? Did not pay attention to that. Okay, those are skylights to being underground. What? Uh-huh. You mean like if I was underneath that, it, you could see- the sun would be like shining down and shit? Uh-huh. You could see people walking on top of you. Yeah, it's a complete underground area. There's just lots of areas What's that- down there? What are people doing down there? buildings. It's not like what? currently alive. It's not currently popping and happening. I am shook. It is ruins of what used to be, and it is cool as shit. Is and there I, like- I used to say spooky as shit, too. Oh, fuck yeah. Because like- in France, I know there's an underground France. Mm-hmm. People be like holding oh, raves and shit down there. I've heard of that. No, this doesn't have enough accessible places. They ended up sealing off most areas that go down to the underground Seattle. Though, what's kind of cool is um, there's this place I got my kilt from called Utilikilts. <laughs> you would have a utility kilt. Yes, it's fucking awesome. Why haven't I not seen your utility kill? You seen it? Okay, you gotta see it next time. What do you do with that? You pull bagpipes out and you're like, yo, this is my utility kill. No, they make it so that you can work in it. And they make ones that have specific colors that they fit the post co- post service code. No, 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 no. Like when you have a kill, mm-hmm. your family crest, McKinney, mm-hmm. our, fam- our Irish family crest, mm-hmm. has its own colors. Mm-hmm. You can't be wearing other colors, bro. I'm gonna start like some gang shit. I don't know what our colors are. They're like green and blue. Okay, well I'm wearing purple and black. I think our actual Irish name is McKinley. Is it? Yeah. Then why do I? Why is my name McKinney? Well, you know how when people come over from the other, they make it more Americanized. Yeah, they Americanize. I don't know. We went to like this Scottish Irish festival thing. Mm -hmm. We found our family crest, and it was McKinley, and it had like green and blue colors. I didn't know that. What color is your kilt? Purple and black. Bro. No. They were just fashion. Gotta represent. <laughs> I didn't know I had one. <laughs> I have no idea about anything in our family history. Damn. You apparently know more than I do, and it's my last name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what, wait, what kilts? Kilts in underground Seattle, what? So I befriended one of the girls that worked there, and it was just like one person there working at all times. So she's like, I've got this room in the back, oh, and God. the stairs just lead downstairs but it's on ground level so going downstairs means it's actually going underground ew i don't like that so yeah she like opened the door for us to look 
but there wasn't really anything to see on that one. I saw more with the tours, but there's plenty of buildings that still have stairs that lead to the downstairs. Like, well, most in France, of... it's like catacombs. It's like packed with bodies. Yeah, I know that one is. I've heard some cool stuff about France, but no, Seattle was... They're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to pave everything over and build on top of our last city. Yeah. I'm still kind of like trying to logistically understand what the fuck you're saying. Like how... I've been telling it very poorly because I'm mildly tipsy. (laughs) Some cool fucking history. Well, how about this? Since we have all these new listeners Mm -hmm. in the middle of the podcast, you showed me the Instagram that now has 31. 31. We've gained two followers. Yes, two followers since in the this hour morning. And a half. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyways, updates all day. Um, since we have all these followers now, and we got a, a small classroom of pupils, pupils, what do you think about an episode on shit like the catacombs or Seattle underground Seattle? Because I want to hear this story, but I want to hear it fleshed out, and like I want to understand. The architecture. I would have so much fun going into depth on that. Yes, because we do what? Our plan was one special episode a month or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can fucking do that. You know, so friendly listeners, new listeners, if you want to hear about this shit, let us know. Let us know what you want. We will give it to you. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. Yeah, let us know what you want to hear. Because um, I could talk all day. Yeah. I just can't remember everything right now. It's been two years, and it's all slow and coming, slowly coming back to me. Yeah, but this has got some meat. Mm-hmm. I want to I get into it. Seattle's got some cool history. Yeah. It really does, and lots of spooky shit, too. <laughs> One of the things is a lot of people, like, they started building the roads really high, and they had an issue with people drinking. Because hmm. the wall, in the construction of trying to build Seattle to being a story higher than it used to be people would literally have to climb up a ladder to walk across the street to go back down the ladder to the other side what in the fuck (laughs) that's like one of those paintings oh who's that guy who does like the real crazy paintings where like it makes no fucking sense he's got like stairs and shit going everywhere i forgot his name and of all people i should know Sounds familiar. Something like that. That's what I'm picturing, because I'm like, how are you building a city on a bu- on a city? How are you... <sighs> yes. Yeah. You know what? I don't even care, listeners, if you want to hear about this, because I want to hear about it, and I want a whole episode on this. <laughs> I think it'd be really fun. I mean, if you want, I can do it next week. I would have a blast doing this. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Why not? Okay. All right. So we're at about 45 minutes. Yeah, almost. I guess we can plug shit. Yeah, I need to finish. Oh, sorry. I'm the sorry. issue with the drunk people is that the drunk people, yeah. They'd go drinking and need to get home and cross the street. And if they're drunk off their ass and they're trying to climb a ladder, it's not going to go very well. Oh no. And if they just so happen to make it from the ladder to the surface, they usually didn't make it back down without breaking their neck. <laughs> they had a big problem with people drinking and accidentally committing suicide and by you know, falling off the ladders or falling off the edge. But that was. This might, be, this might be slightly fucked, but it's like, every once in a while, you come across something where you're like, yeah, that's natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> and Asia's choking on her wine. <laughs> you just had to say that in the middle of this wine. I'm picturing, wine. like, a bunch of drunkie, drunkies walking mm-hmm. around trying to get up this ladder, 
just like falling in a pile at the bottom of the ladder and they're just passing out at the bottom of the ladder in a pile they're waking up the next morning like maybe i shouldn't drink because i can't fucking get home and the guy next to me's neck is broken because he was trying to come back the other way (laughs) yeah Hmm. natural selection what a topic yeah i learned a lot out there and it's it's a fun little city (laughs) i love to visit again i love it out there all right so we got red onion we still got we probably got alaska's still got some stories for us yeah they're gonna have to be two-parters but yeah yeah, i think so too i think we could probably get one or two more episodes out of them yeah newer listeners if you know anything about alaska and hauntings or if you just have your own hauntings or spooky stuff you want to share email us we are a young malleable clay (laughs) and we got ideas but like we also want to serve the people you know we want to hear what you have to say, especially when other people don't want to believe you. Or if you're afraid other people won't believe you because it just sounds so crazy. Well, we're those crazies that want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting angle that I never thought about, but I like it. <laughs> A lot of people don't like sharing their spooky adventures if they have really cynical people around them. They're like, that's, no, I'm skeptical. That, no, and then they I feel mean, stupid. So, true. We're here's, here to listen. Here's what to expect. I'm skeptical. Asia's, what would you say? Full-hearted believer. She's a full, fully fleshed-out believer. Shit happens, and you Shit can't explain it. Shit happens. <laughs> I have some stories that don't have any actual cause. Yeah. But they're there. I've so seen if, if you got stories, don't don't be afraid. We're not yeah. going to bite. I'm not going to bite. Nope. Oh, maybe. Maybe just a little bit. I might bite. I don't know. It depends. Nobody, on nobody bites. <laughs> We're nice. <laughs> we won't judge you. We won't yell at you. We'll be thrilled. Yeah. Ends. Yeah. And okay. So into the plugs, we got an Instagram. Well, we'll start with the email. We were just telling them to email us. Oh, we got an email. Huntsandcreeps at gmail.com. Yeah. We got a website, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon. And and creeps. Spotify is where you listen. Spotify. We also have TuneIn now. Oh, um, TuneIn. Yes. Just got us on something else. What was it? There's another one. Stitcher. I think I got us on Stitcher. Anyways. Podcast. Yes. You can hear us on most podcasting things, except for Apple hates me. So yeah, Apple, I can't get Apple to work. We are firmly against Apple. I'm just so Just annoyed. kidding. I don't know. It'd be a great way to reach people. A lot we, of can't, people listen, we can't afford but, Apple. <laughs> well, it's like I made an account and they're like, you need a store account. Yeah, Apple psh, Apple is a greedy-ass corporation that I've never liked. Anyways, mm-hmm. yep. thank you all for coming. Let us know what you think now that we're a nice little family. And talk to us on Instagram. I promise I'll read all the messages. Yep. Just don't spam me with, like, one-letter messages. Has that happened? No, but I know people who can get annoying at times. Mm. Not saying there are listeners. I just know them in pe- in person. So I'm sure if there's one or two of those people that I know, that if I just say, yes, spam us, we'll spam us. Oh, they no, will reach spam out. us. Okay. Reach be reasonable. Out. Say hello. Be reasonable. Be friendly. We'll be friendly back, I promise. <laughs> all right. I think that's what we got for now. We will uh, see you all again soon. Yeah, see you next week. I will come up with a history of Seattle. Yes, let's do Seattle. And there's definitely hauntings. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, this was a shorter week that we kind of just tried to fill. 
next week will be a long one. Fuck yeah. Some fun stuff. All right, signing out. Bye, everybody. Bye, creeps. Keep it fun. <laughs>